friends, guests, and adventurers of all ages. Tonight's show is for the brave, the fearless, and the dangerously curious. Witness feats of strength, daring acrobatics, and mystifying magic. Get ready to have the most astounding night of your life. Welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat 3 Ring Adventure. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode we find out who was hiding in the barn and what that means to our adventurers. So this actually was a really fun episode. It's hard to talk about these episodes without spoiling, but let's just say there was a lot of thinking on my feet in this episode. Actually, last episode too, because there's these social interactions and they're not really scripted. And I just sort of like go with the flow. And whenever you do that, suddenly you get questions about the world. Now, one of the issues whenever you're playing something like Pathfinder is Galarian has a lot of books thousands upon thousands of pages of material and it sometimes gets a little uncomfortable when the characters or in this case the real life people who are playing these characters know more about the world than you do i do not profess to be an expert in galarian lore i obviously do read a lot about pathfinder but if you compare me to like the people in no direction i'm a mere novice compared to their level of knowledge in the pathfinder world i just don't have nearly as strong of a grasp of the history of galarian i have a bad habit of sort of latching on the things that I enjoy and learning a lot about those and then kind of ignoring everything else. So, you know, if you wanted to talk about Caden and Kayleen, or if you want to talk about Torog, or if you want to talk about Numeria and the cool technologies that are there, I can get into that quite a bit because I did the whole Iron Gods adventure path, so I know all about Numeria. I know all about that area. But then if you start talking about gods that I might not follow or read about, I have to start flipping through that book real quick because even I don't exactly know what the heck is going on in there. So there's a lot of thinking in my feet. There's a lot of me quickly pulling up books and referencing things as I'm being asked all about various gods in today's episode. And even Steven Glicker, the GM, does not know all the answers and does not want to go against, well, the written lore of Galarian. That's actually one of the nice things when you have your own world and your own game is that you can just make this crap up and no one will know because it's your world. And I like to actually use what's written in the books. I don't like to try to go off script too much. Or if we do go off script, like with a god or some of their beliefs, I make sure that I get PC buy-in as well. So I try to stay by the book. Why am I talking about this? Because later in this episode, we have a lot of organic discussions that just sort of happen, where we start talking about the history of Galarian, and I gotta just get into it real quick. And I like doing this. I like to go off script. I like to pull characters out by putting them in weird situations, awkward situations. Think anything you would not like to encounter in real life, it's a lot easier to do to PCs because they're trapped and now you get to see their reactions. So I love to do that. And this is no exception this week. 
So some really quick show notes. By the time you listen to this, PaizoCon Online will have come and gone. We had a special show of Tales from the Black Lodge with Eric Mona that will have already aired by the time you listen to this. If you did not watch that show live, I am planning on recording it and putting it up on our YouTube and Twitch streams. So if you want to go to our Twitch channel or if you want to go to our YouTube channel, which is probably even easier, you can check that out. And if you want to know where to find the URLs for that, I do not know off the top of my head. So just go to RollForCombat.com in the upper left-hand corner. You will see links to every single thing. You'll see links to our YouTube channel, Discord channel, our Twitch channel, you name it. Whatever you need, it's up there. So just go to there, click on the links, go there, and then you can actually watch, which was probably a hysterical episode because we did this about a month ago with Eric Mona as a special guest, and it was fan Fantastic. And he's playing the same goofy character he played last time. So now we even know what to expect so we can kind of play into it more. I'm hoping it was a grand success or it was a terrible failure and I will be crying by the time this comes out. I hope not as I put a lot of time and effort into making sure this stream goes as smoothly as possible. In addition, do check out our Patreon. For $10 more a month, you can watch us live just like that Twitch stream. That's right. And you can watch us do Black Lodge or Circus or both. That's right. Just go to patreon.rollforcombat.com. Check out all the cool things you can do. We also give out the episodes early. If you do $5 a month or even $2, we just give you cool little tidbits here and there and artwork and things like that. And then also don't forget about the RPG Superstar contest. We've got about two, three weeks left on that. So just go to rpgsuperstar.com and you too can enter three monsters if you get selected you get published you get fame you get fortune it's glorious i tell you just go to rpgsuperstar.com check it out it's really easy the interface is super clean and it's free and then finally do not forget our discord channel discord.rollforcombat.com where you two can hang out with other people from roll for combat and play games we just had our 250th table open up that's right we play pathfinder or Starfinder, and if you put that into the maths, we have 250 plus tables, because there's actually more than that, and we've been doing this for a little bit more than two years. That's more than two plus tables a week getting opened up. That's like one every four days, or even, actually no, it's more like one every three days. So every three days, brand new table. That is a lot of tables. So check it out. If you want to play some Starfinder, you want to play some Pathfinder, you just want to hang out, just go to discord.rollforcombat.com and you will be invited. But with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. Meanwhile, Alhara and Darius are going to start searching in these what look like, I don't know, looks like horse stalls for trapped people. Vanessa Hoskins is playing Alhara Veris, the amazingly agile Alhara, a half-elf gymnast swashbuckler. Yeah, stalls, yeah. Rob Tremarco is playing Darius Veris, Darius's daring destructions, a half-elf monk of the mountain style. Did I hear you say there are people in there? Rob Pontius is playing Otteron, Uncanny Otteron's cauldron of curious concoctions, a human witch of curses. Oh crap, we gotta go get him. Lauren Sig is playing Hap, the Starlight Sparrow, a human fire elementalist sorcerer. There are people in here. Uh, so Otteron we'll moves move in? just inside. Okay, so I'll say you 
open up one of the barn doors, the middle one, and there you see you see three people tied up and they look to be in really bad shape. There is a man, a woman, and a child. They're all tied to each other. Their lips are cracked and they seem horribly dehydrated. And they're they're the ones looking at you saying, Help! 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 Let's untie them and get them out of here and give them some water. Yeah, Alhara immediately uh, pulls out her dagger and cuts their bonds. Is any of their bad shape injury related or just malnutrition stuff? It just means to be malnutrition and dehydration. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll give I'll give each of them the rest of my water skin. They try to drink it, but they they start getting sick because they're drinking it too fast. Slow down, slow down. You're gonna get sick. Oh, thank you. We haven't eaten or drank anything in almost three days. Do you, Darius? Do you have any of that bacon left? Mm, uh, that no. would be a lot for someone who but has not eaten. We have water, and we'll take you back to town immediately. Thank you, thank you. And they—they're like in really, really bad shape. They—they're very weak. You probably have to help them out or carry them. I'll carry mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely carry them. Atheron will look through the methods. Meanwhile, I'm sorry to bother you, folks. You've obviously been through a lot. But is is one of you the sheriff? No. They're all trying. They shake their heads. They're like, "No, we're not the sheriff." That's right. Hmm. Um, Darius and I can take them back to the Temple of Abadar. Uh, Let's let's just get them outside and that get them something to drink. A little bit of yeah, fresh let's water. Get them out, outside. Yeah, it so looks just... like there actually, actually was some water. Luckily, there was some water in the trough uh, for the animals here, but it's completely empty. So the only thing that kept them alive was whatever was left in that trough. But it looks like another day or so they would have died from uh, from dehydration. And we get them out. And uh, I mean... Acheron and Hap, if you want to search the place to see what, if those books are here or something, yes, I look. more clues. Yeah, we need to have a look around. The two adults quickly grab their child and hug her, and it looks like they're they're just telling you to uh, tend to the girl, attend to the child. Uh, the adults seem to be more concerned about her than themselves. Ahara, if you wanted to stay, I could help the little one get to the temple. Um, sure. I mean, we should definitely look around and make sure that uh, there aren't any more gross creatures crawling about here or there. And there might be some clues as to what's going on here. Yeah, okay, but we'll have to make it quick. I'm really worried about these folks. That's what I was thinking. Let's just just get get them to safety, get them some water, and finish looking around, and then we can take them back to the temple. We should probably all stick together. We need to stay together. Oh, so you don't want me to leave you alone with Atron? Not right Atron now. Atron will be <laughs> continuing to look through the methods. Uh, that's not what I was saying. I, I just mean that we should be uh, smart about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, smart about mm-hmm. this, and take yep. care of these people, and also make sure the danger is gone. Psst. Hey, Darius. You know when she goes, mm-hmm. Yep. That that means she's lying. Um, sure. Have of you course. noticed that? 
While, 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 while I'm doing this, the, the, help, help me the with husband, these people. the wife, and the little kid are looking to have, saying, can I have the water, please? Can you stop talking? I hand them my water. water? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I already gave them all my water. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, half we drank it all. We drank it. we drank it all. Do you have any more, young lady? We haven't had anything in days. I don't have any more, but I'm sure my big brother Darius does. Okay. Yes, hand it over. Okay. And they're slowly sipping the water and just sort of you know, carefully doing it as their lips are all chapped and they're obviously in bad shape. They're like, oh, yeah, if you can help. They're just lying down. They're actually going to go over to the chairs and sit down in the chairs. And they're going to go like, with the them. aches and pains out of their, their legs and arms. After yes, walk slowly. This is. Yeah, and I'm going to help the little one. I'm going to hold her hand and I'll get down on her knee and be like, what's your name, little one? Meanwhile, Darius and Alhara find some pretty horrible things. You oh, find lovely. in the southernmost cow stall two more sets of skin. War no. skin puppets. Skin. That's right. Just like last time. Looks like hollowed out skin from two middle-aged human males. They're clad in gray robes, the color of a storm cloud, and they both have a wooden religious symbol of Gozra on them. In addition, Darius notices that the symbol of Gozra for both of them seems to have weird runes or graffiti ripped into it, like etched into the religious symbol. Something odd about it. Hey, Steve, if I wanted to examine these survivors to see if they had a demon in them, what kind of what kind of role would that be? That I would think is probably a heel check that I would make. Okay. Um hey, uh since you guys are sitting down and sipping water, let me let me look over your injuries real quick. Make sure you guys are okay. And then I'd like to make the medicine check. Sure. They seem human. And they seem in really bad shape, and they don't seem to be attacking you. So, they uh, you don't think that they're possessed by demons. Who knows? I could get them to drink the holy water. <laughs> oh, that's you. a good idea. Up to you. So, you, um, so, yeah, you find two skin puppet bodies, middle-aged men wearing robes, Gray robes, the color of storm clouds, with wooden religious symbols of Gozra that have been desecrated of some way. You're not exactly sure what. Anything on the methods? Nothing on the methods. The methods are little nudies and carry no equipment or items. Okay. Uh, after that, oh. um, Atron will head up to the loft to search if anything's up there. Atron climbs up to the loft. Carefully. And- carefully and <laughs> finds first of all one thing you notice is there's tons of rat droppings everywhere and now you didn't notice it before but now you, now oh, you noticed it. that sounds familiar and on the first floor and on the second floor you notice a small bedroll with a huge a number of rat droppings all up here like tons of rat droppings all over the floor and there also appears to be a very detailed circle with runes around it, right by the bed. 
that's freshly etched. Can I identify them or what they mean or stand for or use for? Sure. You can do a religion check that I will do for you. Sure. Okay. Your religion doesn't seem to know what the symbols mean, but you can use your occultism. Nope. Or your arcana. Nope. <laughs> you you know that this is... I have some... occultism. I know. You failed both. Um, oh, okay. You, you, you know that this is some ruins for some something. Maybe summoning or binding or strengthening creatures. Not 100% sure, unfortunately. You might need someone else who also knows the arcane and occult arts, unfortunately. Okay, so I know both of those. Ateron would call down, there are runes marked up here and lots of rat droppings. I think the Druidus was here considering the mm, woman at the mug mentioned it. So um, perhaps you can look up here. I, I'm going to search around. So Ateron oh. will continue searching. Oh, um, I can try. Will you folks be okay for just a moment? They'll be fine. They're not going anywhere. Not okay, anywhere. I'll go upstairs. They're just sitting there. So when you say you're searching, this is something I don't like. Tell me exactly what you're doing because saying I'm searching, well, you're in a huge barn. Are you searching the circle? Are you searching the barn? You're searching the bed. You're searching the hay. Like, because different areas will result in different things. Now, if you okay. want to say you just want to Greyhawk the place, which is what we say in our other podcast, that means you spend several hours going through every inch of the place until you find everything worthwhile. Now, you could do that, too, and we call it it's called Greyhawking. Uh, it just takes a long time, but that also can be done, in which you want nothing left behind. But that's like, you know, a couple of hours. We'd have of, to come back for that. Yeah, but you can yeah. do it. That's the shorthand that we use. Like, if you're in a small room, we just say we Greyhawk, and I'll say, okay, it takes 30 minutes, and you find X, Y. Ateron wants to oh. search the bedroll and the circle. Okay. Because things could happen. You know, it's like you say, oh, I search the circle. Okay, something summons and kills you. Or a trap goes off. That's why I ask, because it, it's very important you say what. Okay. Sure. You... Alhara's going to... Yes? I was going to say, while they're doing that, Alhara's going to... Um make her way up the ladder on the south end of the barn um sort of look over at atron and then notice how heading up the ladder to assist in whatever it is they're looking at uh and she quickly scurries back down the ladder and then starts searching all the different stalls and things the hay and the stalls uh, in the lower end just in case there's any other discarded items or something can i Excellent. perception to see her run away when she notices me up here sure i mean i'm gonna roll stealth but sure Skill challenge. PvP. Oh, you totally do not see that. And not even close. Okay. Because I re-rolled yours. 26. Um, you, you were too busy looking. You totally didn't see that. You were too busy looking at this weird-looking circle. And Hap immediately knows a few things. One, I just you, cross my arms and stare at it and see what comes to me. Yep. You know several signs that represent Gozra, as well as many demonic runes are in there. You recall with your occultism, you know that this is a circle used for summoning demons and explains probably where all these demons are coming from. But what's interesting about this one is that it has several 
markings in here specific to Gozra, so you don't know what's going on with that, as well as demonic ruins, which explain where those demons came from, and that's what it was used for. And it's quite fresh. So here's what I'll relay to Acheron. Hey, Acheron, can you think of any reason a demonic summoning circle would have runes for Gozra in it? Mm, either some sort of attempt at corruption of mm, Gozra's faithful, or perhaps some sort of strange mm, extraplanary bargaining, perhaps. But considering we know the hermitage has likely corrupted individuals, maybe um, that druidess was not well. Gosh, I hope everything's going to be all right. This is really getting into some deep stuff. It is unfortunate when those bound to nature feel they must make bargains with dark powers. Are any of the people here able to be assisted with battle medicine, or is this purely just hunger and thirst and I can't do anything? Uh, it's, they're, I mean, they're, like, fatigued, to be honest, just good night rest, food and water gotcha. is enough for them. They don't have, like, I mean, they have minor damage. I mean, it can't hurt. If you want to just do some rolls, I probably suggest you don't, uh, fail any of those rolls, although everyone gets another hero point, so give yourselves anyone who spent one, you can take another one. So okay. you all have one, and I think happen. Atron might have two. Yes. Yes, so sir. You guys, again, also, you do your own. I don't do your hero points. You take care of that. That's the green circle. So Alhara, while she's searching through the barn, actually notices in the hay are two bloody tridents that were in the hay near the meat puppets, flesh puppets, if you bloody will. Bloody tridents. Ew. Like, I want to go back down the ladder. Like, aquatic fishing tridents or like they were um what are they called to shovel hay with no, pitchforks pitchforks yeah nope. weapons these like are actual trident, trident weapons yes yes it's weird um all right uh, she's going to sort of look them over um do they look especially well made are there any magical glowing runestones on them no but you do notice on the tridents the symbol of gozera is clearly on them yeah, I'm starting to think that Atron is right, and there are some nasty druid activity going on here. I want to run over to Alhara uh, while you're away from the crowd. Hey, um, can I get some water from you for those people? Oh, uh, yeah, of course. I thought I had handed it over. Maybe I hadn't. Uh, oh, nope, I didn't. Here, here you go. Oh, thanks. But, um, I mean, can I get one of the other waters? Oh. <laughs> yeah, this there's some weird stuff going on. Yeah. The hmm, maybe I should go with you just in case. But here. Yeah, she, that'd be great. She pulls out one of the holy waters and hands it to Hab. Okay, thanks. I'm going to run back to the folks. Hey guys, I brought you all some more water. This one's fresh spring water. It didn't just come out of like the town supply. So have a sip of this, but there's not a lot here, so each of you only gets like a third of this vial, and I'm going to get them to drink the holy water. Okay, all three of them drink the water and take little sips, and nothing happens um, as they finish one of the holy waters. They don't, they don't seem to be any wiser as they're just consoling each other, and uh, okay, they're fine. Ataron is searching through. 
the bedroll doesn't really notice anything other than lots of rat droppings, even in the bedroll, and finds a strange Gross. little vial. It looks Ooh. like it's uh, it's a little vial that seems to have countless translucent beads swirling within. That's the only thing you find in the bedroll. No uh, books of Abadar by chance? <laughs> no books of Abadar. After a little while... Right, after that, they'll head down. Okay, after a little while, the family goes on to explain that that they're the Hoftons. Like, oh, we're the Hoftons. I'm Sarah and Rickard and Ima. And Ima's the little girl. And they, they go on and say, thank you so much. Sorry, we were trying to scream, but our throats were all dry. We heard you outside. And first we were scared if we said anything that they would have heard us. But once you broke in, we did our best. But, oh, we were, I don't know how much longer. It's been days since we were kidnapped. Oh. We'll get she, you back to town. Who took you? Say, what? How'd you know we were here? What happened? What? Who took you? Was it the druid woman with the rat-headed hood? Yes, they're all nod. They're like, yes. This woman, this halfling. She is dead. Rat hood. Yes, she's been causing trouble all over Aberton. Oh. We stopped her, and we oh. heard about this barn, and we came. That woman, she, she kidnapped us. And she was going on and on about the hermitage of the Blessed Lightning. She was speaking of it often. She was between furious outbursts, blaming the people of Aberton for, for everything from, from environmental changes like heat waves and dry spells and wells going dry. And they're all like talking at the same time. They're like, yeah, and like declining birth rates and they were just saying all these horrible things and then at the same time she was saying good things about the blessed hermitage it was very confusing it's very confusing she was mentally unwell clearly that uh what did we look through the rest of the barn darius uh -huh. Uh, I searched the stalls. I found these two tridents, also with the symbols of Gozer on them. Mm, I don't think they're magic, though. Unfortunate. Mm. Hey, well, so, perhaps we go to the church, yes? Yeah, let's just definitely take them there. We, we can come back and, and search a little more thoroughly later. It looks like this place is safe for now. Hey, do you know, the three of you, do you know why that uh, halfling woman was keeping you here? Why she was kidnapped you and kept you alive? They, they look at each other. They're like, we, we don't know. She had all these animals and the methods and the rats everywhere. As far as we can tell, she was going to terrorize Aberton so that everyone would leave. But then she was talking about a circus. And she thought she would go kill the circus and that would cause everyone to leave. That's, that's all we know is that she seemed to be obsessed about getting rid of everyone at Aberton. I wonder if the demons got to the other druids and she perhaps snapped at what she saw or found because she was not, well, at least nothing came out of her. Perhaps something she may have been corrupted. 
Mm, I wonder if possessed, the demon did something to her. Yes, she wasn't maybe possessed, but um, maybe they caused great mental unwellness in her. Were, were there mm. any other hostages here? Yes, there were. There was uh, two two visitors from the Hermitage of Blessed Lightning came with strange loose skin and also the the Lindell brothers were here too. They were our hostage. But uh, after those those brothers from the Hermitage showed up, we saw these hideous worm-like creatures burst from the hermit's mouth and we heard horrible screaming and next thing we know is the, the Lindell brothers uh, were walking around with the strange looseness of uh, the skin. We we didn't see it. We just heard the screaming and the yelling and that's all we know. I am very sorry for what you have seen here but know that we have already killed many demons and these three are very capable at fighting them. I am Wrong. certain you will find peace at the church with the father. Um, especially if you are of Abadar's religion. Is that everyone in town, I assume? And Ataran looks a little confused, like they're not sure if everyone follows Ab Abadar or not. Yes, 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 we're all members. Um... So we found the Lindell brothers. They're already dead. I'm I'm sorry to say, there were two other bodies that we found also in this barn. They're kind of grotesque. You don't have to look at them, but do you know who they were? Other oh, druids, right? Other oh, druids. Okay. Well, as I said, there was. Do they look like middle-aged men? Yes. Oh yeah. Well, I said there was these two. Members from the Hermitage, middle-aged men with strange loose skin. And then as soon as they saw those demon-like things coming out of their mouths, yeah. they quickly shut our eyes and tried to ignore the screaming that we heard. We that's didn't see what best. happened, but but yes, it sounds like okay, I don't know. Right. I don't know what that means or what that what that happened. All I know is that. At first, it was us and the Lindells, and then the Lindells left. And we've been here ever since. It's been like at least three days, I think. We killed those two. They are also dead. They're all like just shaking and horrified. Says, well, can can we leave this place? I really don't want to. Yes. I think we're strong enough to leave now. Let's let's go. They get on their feet. I am hoping perhaps the father will grace us with some healing as well. I burned a little. Hap, you said you had more healing scrolls. I've already used one. Can I have one of yours? Uh, yeah, here. Thank you. So then that puts Atron at two, and then I still have three. Check, check. All right, we uh, help them back to town. To the church. So doing a preliminary search through the barn, other than these methods and what you found... You don't really notice anything else uh, through a quick search other than, you know, w what you found and uh, the, the summoning circle, the bodies, the tridents, the uh, strange oil, and then the things by the plant. Sounds good. 
Yeah, what was all that stuff by the plant? You said there was like a necklace and some other stuff. Was any of that magic? I have not had time to look. Perhaps at the church we will. Okay, yeah, let's get back there, get safe, and uh, we'll take a look at everything, I guess. Yes, it, uh, it will be good to check on the priest, yes. All right, well, let's let's get these three back to the church so that they can be taken care of. Uh, and then while we're doing that, maybe we can get taken care of too. <laughs> uh, and then right. we'll take a we'll look take at these some time. items. Yeah. Okay, so you show up at the church. After a slow walk back to town... It is getting, uh, it's in the afternoon by now, and you kind of have to help the Hoftons, and you can see that a lot of it's been cleaned up, the demons and any remnants of the demons are long gone, and you can see the priest is there with a couple of uh, acolytes helping out, and as you come through, he sees you again, he's like, oh, you're back, oh, and you brought, oh, Often, so oh, they look terrible. Come here, come here, come here. And he, he knows them, obviously. And he's like, come, come. And he immediately helps them up and brings them over and starts attending to their many wounds and uh, is uh, helping them out. Thank you, Father. We are still looking for your books. We have found signs of mm, corruption amongst the hermitage and the druids. We are hoping now that you're members of your flock are with you, you can guide them, as it is probably not best for them to return to their home or their barn. And I would kindly ask for Abadar's healing for our friends here, if you could, please. And I'll make a diplomacy check if you want me to. Sure. Everyone gets healed for 17 as he yeah. a big old heal. Dang. Atron smiles. Thank you and thank Abada for this. Yes, feeling. yes, yes. I, I he goes up to Atron and says, "I expect you to come back here." As now, that's the fourth time I've used my healing, and the first few times were definitely to help out, and now, of course, I'm helping out the Hoftons. But I think you need to come back, Atron. I believe it is. I've heard them say your name, Atron. Atron, Atron, have have you found a lord? Is there a god you worship? Who, who do you worship? As I see no accoutrements on you. I do not worship anyone. Well, you you can see the power of our god. You can see what he can do. Obviously, much power. You might want to find out more about Abadar and learn all about his greatness. His blessing, his amazing spreadsheets and profit loss margins. He's he's quite an interesting God as he helps those both in the spirit as well as the pocketbook. Ataran puts on this very wide but kind of fake looking smile more than they normally smile and says, I will happily consider this. Thank you. Oh, good, good. Uh, we're going to have a service in a day or so. So on Sunday, I expect to see you here, Ataran, bright and early with the rest of the crowd, and we can tell you more about the faith. Uh, you too as well, if you're interested. Although he seems to be very interested in Ataran for some reason. Don't worry, Father Drand. We'll make sure that they show up. Today's wheel day, which is essentially Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday. 
So on Wheel, Sunday, Wheel Day. He, ex- he expects to see Adiron right here in the freshly restored church. He's like, that's our goal is to have everything cleaned up and ready in time for the the blessing of Abadar. Mm. You did not answer me before. Do you know much of Zonkuthan? Zonkuthan? No. Yes. He's an evil god. You want nothing to do with him. Mm, that is correct. I mean, of course I know something about all of the gods, as one must to be a priest, but that is a god that has no place in our hearts or in our town. Wait, mm. who's Zonkuthan? Mm, a powerful and malign deity of darkness and shadow. But saved people once, and even druids praise his name. Mm. I am glad to hear you have no affiliation, but uh, is there things to learn of Abadar um, books or something outside of your holy text we are looking for? He starts going on and goes, that's the great thing about Abadar. You can worship him wherever you are. He's the god of cities, law, merchants, and wealth. As long as you are making money and interested in wealth, you're worshiping Abadar, even if you don't know it. And I heard that you've been quite slick in buying and selling things in town, which made me think that you might be a perfect candidate for Abadar, as you seem to know the ins and outs of merchantile exchange. Oh, he's got you there, Adaron. Mm, although I often give away that which I make. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I've been giving out free healing to you. Although, really, is anything free if you think about it? Because, in turn, you've been helping me. You were able to clear out this area. So, I think of that as payment in full. I gave you services, and in turn... You pay me back by helping out. See, everyone wins. And that's the central theorem for Abadar. Doesn't that sound something that would interest you, Adaron? Mm, I don't know. I am still searching. And like I said, I was interested in hearing of your knowledge of witchcraft and why you associated me thusly. So does Abadar know much of witchcraft and occultism? A bit, a bit. Again, Abadar is mostly about law, merchants, and wealth. But they're not against witchcraft or any magic of any type. As long as it's profitable. That's right, Ahara. That's <laughs> right. But you know what? Here's the secret. And he's starting to really get into it. He's like, no one else will ever tell you this. But I will. Everything is about profit and loss. You think these other churches and other religions aren't doing it for the money? Where do you think they get all the abilities to build those churches and fill those pews? You need coin to do that. And even if they say they don't want coin, they really do. We are just upfront about it. We are showing you that we worship coin and we're using it for the benefit of mankind. All of kind, actually. That is good. Can you help these people? They're starving and fatigued from being captured by the insane druid and her demons. 
Of course, of course. And actually, the other uh, accolades have been helping them out and giving them food and attending. Uh, okay, he good. Did, he did heal them 17 points for everyone. Everyone, oh, here, including them and you. Don't forget. They need rest. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. Will we go to the orchard or should we check on what was the other place? The mill next. Well, anyhow, with that, hmm. he, he pulls out a small pamphlet and uh, Nelia gives it to Ataron. He goes, this is, this is the holy book of Avatar, the Order of Numbers, where it commands followers to build cities and settlements where there are none, work hard and trade in the pursuit of wealth. And follow law while doing so. This isn't the full book. This is sort of the abbreviated book. But look it over. See if there's anything in there that you find interesting. I can tell you, you're well on your way to becoming a worshiper of Abadar and having a boon from him by helping out the temple. I guarantee that will go a long way. And he looks at you and says, for all of you as well, even you, Darius, I can sense the godless heathen in you. But if you ever wanted to worship a god, Abadar is always there for you. Hey, Father Dren, can I ask you a question? <laughs> thank you for the offer, but thank you for your help. Of course, of course, young lady. Please forgive me if this is rude, but is there a god of, like, pretty things and making people happy? Of course there is. There's a god for everything. Well, who who is it? Can I know if there's one? I have training in religion now. Maybe I've heard of such. Sure. I know what it is, but my character doesn't, so. Well, there's a couple. Which one? So I do it correct. I mean, there's Dresna. Dresna oh, no. That. I want to hear what you've got to say. I was leaning towards Shellen, but. Well, I'm looking. I'm just thinking, Dresna is good. Well, she's pretty, and she's, like, kind of fun. Yeah, Shellen's probably your main one for pretty things. That's who I was thinking, but I really wanted to hear what Father Dren thought about it. It's art and beauty. Yeah, that's true. Like, Disney might be attractive, but she's all about uh, yeah. travel and whimsy yeah. and yeah. dreams. and Yeah. So she, he, he thinks about it and he says, yeah, I would, I would think Desna. But then he, he thinks about it for a second. He goes, well, maybe not, although she's quite beautiful. She's not really into beauty so much. Shellen is literally the goddess of art, beauty, love, and music. The eternal rose, she's called. I would think that you would be interested in her. And she is an ally of Abadar, so they get along quite well. Shellen. I'll have to ask Dad about her. I don't know why he never talked about her before. Oh, yes. It's actually quite a beautiful religion, as they are very much into artists, minstrels, musicians, museums, theaters. I would imagine a circus troupe. You'd have many people who follow Shellen. Also, they do very well at earning profit. Thank you. Thank you very much for the answer, Father Drend. Um, Here, I have something for you. And I'm going to hold out my hand and I'm going to give him a gold piece. Wow. Um, thank you. Thank you for the information. And I believe that this is respectful to Abadarians. Yes, yes. And with that, he takes the gold piece and he brings it over to where you see there's like a large donation box and he puts it in the box. Very, very uh, deliberately showing you where it goes. Abadar will notice you and will repay you in kind, I'm sure. Meanwhile, 
Ataran goes outside onto the grass outside of the actual church and will start looking over the items to see what's magic. Okay. So um, you look at the items and don't forget you have the Order of Numbers pamphlet now. Put that in your inventory. Will do. You look at the items. The Let's see. The pyramid-shaped spike is magical and that weird oil is magical okay i would try to identify them okay which one do you want to try to identify uh the pyramid first you use occultism you easily find out that the pyramid is oh that's right i don't need to do it anymore you do it tell everyone what you found out well i think they'd look at the vial first before they talked about the any of the magic items the vial is magical. You said, but you looked at the pyramid first, though. Yeah, but Adaron wouldn't talk about it yet until they finish looking at both items. Okay, well, then ten minutes go by, and then you have to look at the other one. Yes, please. You don't know what the that that oil is. You, okay. uh, you fail at figuring it out. You might have to do it later or have someone else do it for you. So Adaron would head in and say, Hap, it may be good for you to try looking at this vial. I could not understand its magic, but this this pyramid spike it uh, you attach to armor, it um, it sends out magical force in like a woven strand of power, and it can uh, help you grab at an edge um, in case you are falling. It uh, it is quite interesting. Alright, so I'll take I'll take the potion and I'll kinda hold it up to the sun a little bit and like look through it and then I'll stick the finger in it and taste it. And then I'll kinda like think real hard and see if I see if I get anything. Hap turns into a snake. That would be funny. She tries to bite her own face. That would be most <laughs> unwelcome. But not entirely surprising. Um, she figures out what it is. Oh, oh, um this this undoes damage. Like, like, do you remember that time that that one of our carts, its wagon wheel broke? Like, we could have just rubbed this on that wheel and it would have fixed the wheel. Oh, it fixes broken items. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. It's like a. It's like fancy magic glue. Hmm. I call it. I call it flex tape. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this spike will only work once it is talismanic. Um, I do not know which of you should wear this, but... Alhara's um, very jumpy. not me. Jumping around with the jumps. Yeah, but I don't have any trouble grabbing edges. Uh, don't mm, you that's think what everyone says, so they someone... have trouble grabbing an edge. Well, remember, sure. didn't it just say that it turns a success into a critical? Yeah. You also need to be an expert in reflex to use it. Yeah, so it, it doesn't help you if you fail. I thought it was just to make it. Oh, requirements. Well, I don't know. It says activate requirements. It's a consumable thing. Why would you need to be an expert? Just I a magical item. I once. guess under requirements. Oh. I guess that's to make it. Okay. It does say if you roll a critical fail, you get a failure instead. But it doesn't say anything about if you get a failure, it becomes a success. Which is strange. No, I would think it said it that. It protects you from critical fails. Like like that, that, that weeping angel... Um, a talisman I have, if I critically fail a medicine check, I can turn it into a regular failure. But it does also give you a critical success on a success, too. Like, it gives you both. That's nice. 
Oh yeah, no, you have to be an expert in reflex in order to even use this. Interesting. Haha. -ha. I, I am. Are you not? No, I uh, I am. Yeah, so then you're good. Or you're good. Just keep well, it around. You have to still build it into someone's armor. I think that climbing a ledge uh, is athletics, so. Right. It's um so because this helps you when you grab an edge, um grabbing an edge is a reflex save. And I have plus ten which I think is considerably oh, higher than go. what Darius has. So it might actually be more useful to Darius just because he might need the extra oomph. Got it. To me, this sounds like a defensive thing. Like, a, I don't want to screw yes. this up thing. So mm, I am surprised I could not understand this oil, but um, since I often work in fixing things around the circus, perhaps I will hold on to this. Hey, I just got lucky. Like, sometimes I'll look at something and I'll have no idea. And other times it just springs into my head. Your natural talents are strong, yes. What about the, the boots and the chain and the hat? Any of those magic? No. Hmm. I wonder Just why the dirty. boots are all bloody. Yeah. Do they belong to they somebody? Probably belong, they probably belong to the people who were torn apart by those worms. Hmm. Hoffman family, are you aware of anyone who wore a silver chain and a wide-brimmed hat that was perhaps near your farm? Do you show it to them? Yeah. Yeah. If they kind of look at me like, what? Atron takes it out and shows. They look at that and they're like, oh, that that's the sheriff's hat. And that's the sheriff's oh. boot and the sheriff's chain. Was he eaten by the plant? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. Must have coughed these things up after mm, eating him. Gross. Mm. And so he returned to the ground. I suppose that's true. Well, th thank you. That reflex save didn't help when you're getting eaten by a Venus flytrap. So, to the orchard or to the mill? We must choose unless we are to return to circus now. Well, now that I'm healed up, I, I feel like I could go do something. Um, the orchard had a hornet problem, right? No, that was the mill. The orchard is the boars. Oh, right. Hmm. Well, we could always use more bacon, right? Always. Let's uh, find the boars. I would agree. The orchard. Perhaps also there is fruit. Lead on. Ataran will take out the map and give some direction. Okay. Ataran also puts the pamphlet away. Uh-oh. So you leave the Hoftons at the church where they seem to be taking care of the uh, acolytes and the priests. See you off. The orchard is in town. It's not too far away. Okay, so you find this apple orchard, and sure enough, you find what you think are some tracks leading into probably a gorge that you see in front of you, where there is a log that has been placed over the gorge to allow people to easily climb over it. And you are in the middle of this orchard, and you know there was something about boars or something. What do you do? Are there fruits on the trees? Sure. There's some apples. They're actually all over the place. They're on the ground. They're on the trees. It's everywhere. I would like to take an apple, and I would like to cook it in my hands and then eat it. Okay. You do that. Oh my gosh, that smells so good. Do you want one? Uh, yes, please. Here, let me have it. And then I'll cook an apple for Ahare. Here you go. Uh, she starts eating it. Do boars like apples? Uh, I'd like to roll a nature check to see if boars like apples. I have a plus six on that, Steve. Yep, 
you roll an 18. Boris, like apples, probably why it's here. It's probably eating up all these apples because there's a ton on the ground. So they're probably gobbling them up. Yum, 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 yum. There's a ton on the ground over here. Are there a ton on the ground on the other side of the, the small yeah, ravine? They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Oh, okay. Because they just but fall no, off the tree. But no boars to be seen? No. I think, no. I think that was kind of what she was asking is like, do we see where they've been eating the apples? By, by by a lack just, of apples. No, they're just no. There's they're everywhere. There's I don't know if you've ever gone apple. I as a father of two, I go apple picking every year, and the number of apples on the ground when you go apple picking is staggering. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of apples on the ground. So mm-hmm. it would take thousands of boars to eat up all those apples. They're everywhere. So you do okay. not see any area that has less apples than the other area. Mm. The the warm apple does smell good, but here, here have one, and then I give you one. Thank you. So maybe the boars are in the ravine there, ditch. How deep? Mm, we should be careful approaching it. I'll Let take a check. Look. If we're doing exploration mode activities, Alhara is doing the scouting, uh, the scouting activity. Essentially, going ahead first and checking things out. Hat takes a big bite. Be careful. <laughs> Do a little bit. Aha! You're gonna get bored. <laughs> you approach the muddy irrigation channel used for the apple orchard, and oh, sure enough, cool. you see a boar and it's two babies. And as soon Aww. as they see you, they seem to shout in anger and become extremely territorial. It's okay, little guys. Roll for combat. Or maybe it's not. Well, they don't know. I mean, you know, they, you, you came onto their house. You surprised them. How so deep is the irrigation ditch? Um, it's, it's not that deep. It's maybe like five feet deep, six feet deep, but they're tiny. You know, these boars are, they're like dogs, you know, like even yeah. the big boar, like they were kind of in the mud and just sort of like hanging out. So this baby boar sees you and it spends like one action kind of like getting up out of the mud. And then it's like, wah, 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 and then it does a charge at Darius. Oh, it does not like Darius in its area. It, oh, shoot. It charges you. You guys are like, oh, these are cute little boars. That's cute. And it charges you, hits you with a 21. And on Jeez. top of that, the charge does an extra two points of damage. It hits you for... No, 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 no. 13. No, no, actually, sorry. It's a 23. It gets a plus two to its attack when it charges. So it hits you with a 23, which is not quite a crit, but close enough, and does 13 points of damage at you. The itty bitty little boar. Alhara is. That was the little one? Yes, that was the baby boar. Uh, If you've never seen a boar, they are horribly nasty creatures. Alhara is up and just saw this little boar charge up and smash her baby brother right in the chest. Hey, boar, I was going to live and let live, but now you're bacon. All right, she's going going to try to tumble through this baby boar. Holy crap. uh, And get to the other side of it. 
26 against its reflex DC. So she tumbles through. Uh, you easily get across Ahara to the other side of the poor baby boar. Uh, and she is going to uh, try and uh, kick it as hard as she can. Maybe it'll roll back into the ditch. Uh, this will be a confident finish. Confident finish? Mm-hmm. It's a baby boar. What has it ever yeah, done to you? It was born. Damage. We treat it like being an adult. Yeah, it charged my brother and freaking gored him. Like, oof. Uh, that's a 17 uh, against its flat-footed armor class because I tumbled through. Uh, dealing not a lot of damage. Uh, it looks like five for the regular hit and then seven additional precision if it hits. I made a mistake. Uh, Rob, you only take... Sorry, you only take six points of damage. I accidentally have the wrong damage on here. So... You take six points of damage, not 13. So oh, good. The baby boar does a lot less damage than I thought. Oh, Sorry my goodness. And the confident finish of a 16 easily hits the poor little boar. So how much damage do you do to this 12 total. And then with my third action, seeing okay, that they're nasty... As you just punched okay. it in the face, and it's like, rah, rah, and it's like screaming and making all these horrible sounds as you mm-hmm. you punch it right in the face. She kicks it. Yeah. Uh, the third and final action, because they are so aggressive, uh, is going to be to parry with her bow staff. Okay, Ataran is up. Ataran moves up as they say a rule of and a rock goes flying at the baby boar. 19. Okay. You hit the baby boar. And you kill it. Are you happy? Are you happy? That is sure to angry the mother. We are going to get her ire. Poor. I think we're going to be happy later when we have a lot of bacon and ham. and Darius. Darius sees this all happen in front of him in the ditch in the ravine. You see another baby boar and then the big mama boar. It'll be difficult for you, Terrain, if you want to go down into the ditch. It's up to you. Yeah, so if I go there, is that considered in it or on the edge? I don't know where there is. I I pinged it, but there. If I go there, is that considered in Um, the ditch? No, it's like on the edge. Can I hit it from there? The the mama boar? Yeah, but before you do that, while you're figuring this out, something happens. The baby boar... Boar ferocity is that what happens? Boar ferocity comes back <laughs> alive. What? You Seriously? It down, it comes back and is ready for round two. Swear to God. Hit, hit the hit one of the other ones, and I'll finish that one off in an AOE. All uh, right, uh, that screws up my plan. Uh, let's see. Well, you can go ahead and do it then. Hold on. No, that's all right. Um. You thought it was going down. You're like, oh, I can't. Oh, no, it's coming back. Um, I have to start on a fresh one. I will step diagonally down right to there. And um, I will take the mountain stance. And yeah. I'll, um, attack with a flurry, the fresh baby war. Is that enough? A 15 to hit the baby boar. Yeah, the fresh one. Oh, the fresh baby boar. Uh, yep, you hit it. 
and do 11 points of damage. And it's still up, right? It's still up. You punch it square in the face, and it's still still kicking. There Hopefully you, go. you can put this one on ferocity, too. Well, nine points of damage. Yeah. Now, if I take my third action and hit it again, does that negate... Does that finish the ferocity you know what i mean no well what happens is it it died but then used a reaction which is its ferocity that brings it it back back up now one hit point then i can take my third attack my third yes okay yes the other one it was a slight Ah, a zero a zero i think uh oh boy i think you take damage instead i punch Uh myself in the face happens all the time Yep, always happens. Okay, you uh, well, you kind of killed two boars, kind of, kind of, but 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 not really, not really. You didn't really. So now the big boar, the big mama boar, goes crazy and just goes after the closest one. That's Alhara. Runs oh up, boy! Runs up, charging at you. So here comes Perry, Perry, attack. Perry, Perry, Perry. That's uh, plus two. So a 23. 23 definitely hits. Hit? 15 points of damage. Oh, that's, goodness. That's the real damage. Yeah. 2d6 plus four. Rolls a six out of five. So yeah. hits you square in the chest. And then after charging you for two actions, it just tries to tusk you again. Just a regular no. tusk attack. And eight. That's oh, thank goodness. Hap is up. These boars are dynamite. So yes, they, they are. They seem furious. Like, like they're just angry boars. You can't tell if something's wrong with them or you're in their territory. You don't know what's going on, but they're just, they're really going nuts and attacking you. Are you uh, pretty comfortable with your reflex save there, Vanessa? I mean, it's my best defense. Are you going to be mad at me if I ask you to make a reflex save? Only if I die by the end of this encounter. Okay, fair enough. I'll take those odds. All right, so... <laughs> Hap runs up to the baby boar, and she's crying a little bit. And she's like, I'm so sorry, cute little piggies. I'm so sorry, Ahara. And then she releases a whole flock of burning sparrows into the three boars and Ahara. Adoran's eyes go wide. Oh, Steven loves this. Oh no! Maximum damn. Well, one of the one of its maximum average damage. <laughs> well, oh, let's boy. see. Let's see. Well, the, let's. Oh, oh Alhara fails her save throw. I'm gonna wow. use. I'm gonna use my hero point. I got one use left. I'm so day. sorry. <laughs> We should allow you to use hero points against your own people. Okay, okay, I'll allow. I'm kidding. Of course, you can use Ooh, 29 oh. on the That's re-roll. a critical. Oh, this is what I was counting amazing. on. Yes. We've planned for this. Oh, I'm so proud of us right now. <laughs> so, so not fair. So, Ahara is thinking, like, okay, sure, I'm going to move out of the way and doesn't realize how intense this gout of flame is going to be and quickly gets her butt out of the way, springing away and then bouncing back by pushing off her bow staff. And then all of these gorgeous, gorgeous fiery birds just burn holes straight through the baby boars and do the same at the regular boar. 
Okay, the two baby boars die horribly as they uh, they get incinerated and they don't seem to be coming back up. The big boar takes 10 points of damage and Hap is done. Elhar is up. Alright, well that was spectacular. Um, wow. Uh, let's see if we can take care of this big angry boar before it gets an attack again because holy mackerel, this thing is dynamite. Uh, we're going to try the good old standby, tumble through. We get a 24 against its reflex DC. Sure. Does that succeed? Yes. Oh, fantastic. All right, she's going to tumble through it, uh, giving her a panache and also making it flat-footed until the end of her turn. Uh, she's then going to turn around and kick this one squarely as well, right in the rump. A total of 20 to hit. You hit. All right, 10 points of non-lethal bludgeoning damage. Okay takes the damage still up oh boy one more uh we have a lot of attacks before it goes you know what uh alhara is going to try and follow up by sweeping her uh quarter staff down upon it bow staff down upon it since it is still flat-footed hopefully this will hit mm, not with an eight nope you miss lateron sees two boars roasting Smells better than the apple, I'll tell you. Ataran's mm -hmm. eyes widen and flash a vibrant violet as they glare with their evil eye upon the mama boar. What? How does that work? It doesn't even speak the language. I don't think there is a language on evil eye. It's evil eye, not evil conversation. Oh, 26. Whoa. 26. It's frightened one. That's it. Sucker. Yep. All right. And um, Atron takes cover with the tree. Darius, Darius, you're up. All right. I'll step and then flurry. <laughs> 18. You just barely hit it. It's flat-footed. Still barely hit it. Two, eight points of damage. And it's still up. So tough. Second shot. Ooh. That will not do it. 12, even flat-footed. Even with its... Even a 15 that brings it up. Nope. And third strike. Minus 10 plus 3. Minus 10 plus 3. Nope. 12. Miss. Oh, the boar is up. The boar... Oh, once. It, does it, is it higher level than me? He has to make a fortitude save or be stunned. Oh, you forgot it, about uh, that. You gotta remember. I didn't forget it. I just said it. I said you it with my mouth. I forget. Does a oh, 27 no. make it? Nope. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I or is the main boss or a druid shape changed. Holy cow. Yeah, well, maybe plus the second 10 one. to its fortitude save. Yeah, it's fine. It had that's two actually, babies with it. Like, that would 20. be a freaky druid. That's actually <laughs> maybe. 20, it, it's a 26. It's a druid. It seems to have animal intelligence. It stares at Ataron. Knowing that you put evil eye on it, what? it charges really? straight at <laughs> Atron. Animal intelligence. Animals don't like when you stare at them. Yeah, That's right. Like the way you're looking you, at it. That's right. You put evil eye on it. You were challenging it. And if anyone here was doing challenge, these other people are fighting it, but you actually went out of your way to challenge it. So it's charging at you full bore. Get it? Right. <laughs> uh. Oh my gosh. 
Well, it only rolls a 20, so it doesn't manage to do the crit damage, unfortunately. So it hits you, I presume. Oh, sorry, minus one. So it's a 19. Does a 19 hit your AC of 15? Oh, it does. That's correct. So frightened. It doesn't. Does it do less damage with frightened? I forget. Frightened only does. It's probably minuses to everything. It's all DCs. So I don't think that would be damage. Not damage. It's just DCs. Yeah, that's right. It's everything else, but not damage. So 10 points of damage to Otteron. Come on, let's see it. Put it on. It's your job. I already did. Oh, there we go. I see it. Now he does one more. He he roars triumphantly. Or she, sorry. Oh, boy. She roars triumphantly and tries to tusk you again in a place you don't want to be tusked. Oof. That's any place. Oh, a 20. I think that hits you. 10 points of damage. Wow, that's not so much damage. Oh, Atron is almost dead. not doing well. Hop is up. Um, Hop is Hap is uh very very concerned for her, her best uh, non-animal friend Atron, and is going to just quickly start rapid firing fiery air, fiery birds at that big pig. So I'm gonna lead with an elemental toss, and then I'm gonna follow with the produce flame. No boy, I'm gonna be having bacon for dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. 19. That hits. And does 10 points of damage. Yeah. Yay. It gets uh. more ferocity. Oh my gosh. Comes back to life. Yes. And another bird. But then another one hits it for, for nine points of damage. Gotta protect my boo over there. Okay, now it's dead. Wait, what now? Okay, it's dead. It, it, it was it, it was killed once. It came back to life and then killed again. And this time it dies for real. So, congratulations! You killed the boars. They're all dead. Poor little animals. What did they ever do to you? Huh? You come into their house. They're just eating apples, sleeping in the crick. You guys sneak up on them, surprise them. They try to defend their house. And what do you do? You kill them. Oh, Hap is fully God. crying about these poor animals that didn't need to die. Oh, I completely Alhara forgot is... I had taken cover. Oops. Oh, Alhara is oh, fully crying forget. against the I fact that she got gored and that she has all this beautiful, delicious pork to eat. Well, we're going to take it back to the the crazy mug. What is it? The mad mug. The Mad Mug, yeah. I think that's our new... It's going to have to be our new haunt. I say we, we bring it back. Um, you know what? We could Atron also just... slowly just slides down the tree as uh, you're Atron, talking. Uh, Darius will run over to Atron as he's yelling, get the, get the boars. We'll bring them to the Mad Mug. Atron, Atron just stares at where they've been gored twice. I uh-huh. I'll did see what not I can expect do. the boar to charge me. Uh, I know. Let me help. Oh, no. Oh, that looks bad. Should I should I use a scroll or should I just use a bit of my own stuff? No, I am still alive. Fourteen. I'm spending a hero point because this is you, crazy. You it's have a third rolled. fourteen I've rolled for this <laughs> damn skill. You gotta <laughs> quit doing medicine, my man. You need a plus one somehow. There must be guidance. Oh, guidance. Guide- ah, shoot. Wait. It's alright. Still missed. No. Failure. One d eight points of damage. No. Yes. Um, 
No, yes. because no, yes. listen to me. No, because listen. My my item goes off and it becomes a regular failure. Your item goes off? Which item was that? The angel statue. The angel statue that I have. Okay, the, the item crying goes off. angel pendant. The crying angel pendant cries its tears and it goes off as a free action, turns into a normal failure. It cracks and disintegrates to nothing. Ataran looks at it and looks at Darius curiously. Well, Your wounds wait. are beyond my skill. I, I will rest the moment and... Hap. Just heal them, oh, please. See, it could have been just one point of damage. You wouldn't have killed them. You would have just, like... Not, the, po- not the point. Nope. <laughs> are we going nope. to do any more of this hero work today? Or sh- uh, I, I don't think I so. I knew We're the all... mother would be angry, but not this angry. And Who? Ataran what? just looks like a little confused at their wound and is or... just staring at it. <laughs> Hap, can you help with your magic? I think okay. we're done with the hero we work for today. Are we done with the hero, hero stuff for today? I, yeah, I think so. Go ahead and just let's heal them up okay. and uh, we'll go. We'll have a good meal and we'll deal with whatever's left tomorrow. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast heal from my spell slots. And I'm using the two action version, obviously. So this is at plus eight. So what was it? 13. Total? 13. Do, 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 do. Updated. Sorry, I was I was waiting in case you wanted to describe it or something. Oh, it's this it's the same thing. I put my hands on you and my hands kinda glow as if they were like hot metal being forged in a fire, and then I transfer that glow to your injuries and then they start they start healing up. As other times Otteron sort of stiffens at the touch, but just slightly relaxes and then nods uh, Thank you, that is much better. At least it is healing over now and not an open wound. <laughs> oh, hush. You're you're basically my best friend that doesn't walk on four legs. I couldn't let something happen to you. I have never been injured this much. This is new. Well, try not to make a habit of it. Kind of exhilarating, though, isn't it? Mm. Uh, I have a complicated <laughs> answer to that. Uh, it is... That's... Mm. That's probably fair. Um... Yeah, you, you should probably let the the various siblings take care of all the frontline work for the future, huh? <laughs> yes, I'm I glared at it malevolently. I can channel a certain power through my gaze, but... Uh, oh, I've been I, at the receiving end of that stare, trust me, I know. Um, <laughs> it is a little bit more dark, but... Um, I, I did not think it would come at me. I should have been more careful. I'm just glad you're okay. Thank you. Th- thank you. Yes, and thank you, Hap. Um, I can walk to the circus if that is what we wish to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who wants roast pork? Hey, Darius, if, if you'll grab one of the little ones and the big one and bring it back to the camp, um, I'll bring one of these little ones over to the Mad Mug so that they can have some too. But I think we should share this with uh, with the rest of the troop. Agreed. They could really use it. Yeah, and then maybe we can start uh, putting together a, a schedule and trying to figure out when our next show is going to be. People in town seem to be yes. pretty excited. and I don't know, all this hero work is, is exciting and exhilarating, but I'm really looking forward to getting back out there in the ring, you know? I do. 
Hotteron will stand and start to go over to uh, the, where the boars are, and then looking down into the ravine. Should we should we check on the farmhouse to make sure everything's okay? Oh yeah, probably. I wanted to see if there was anything down where they were nesting, maybe. But uh, it might just be that the druids agitated them. So Waterrun's just looking down to where they were, kind of like not um, initially climbing down just in case anything's obvious, but then might be willing to climb down into the nest if they don't see anything. So, No, uh, you don't see anything. Yeah, so they would carefully, now that they're healed, kind of slide down and then look in that area. Alhara makes a big leap and lands directly behind Altron. Alhara notices something squished underneath the log. Ew, what's that? Alderaan would look like, oh, what? She's going to go over and start poking at it and seeing what it is and if she can get it out. Yeah, in the uh, you poke at it and in the leaves and under the large tree trunk, it seems to be a body. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Like a like a humanoid body? Yes. You'd have to sort of move everything out of the way if you want to figure oh, out. Oh, she'll do that. That's not a problem. Dig it out. Turn. It is a dead gnome. Appears to be recently dead. Atron's eyes go wide as you start pulling out a body from underneath the tree. What is this? A halfling or a, a gnome? Oh yeah, a gnome. You can tell by the nose. Ugh, hmm. Stinks. He mm. sort of holds it up by like the scruff of this uh, creature. It stinks. Is that all you have to say? This was a person, like, not long ago. Right, but now it's a body. It's no longer a person. I don't know. I didn't know this. Do we know gnome. of a gnome that was missing? Mm, there were people missing from around town, yes. Does it have a pack or some other own belongings in a bag or something around? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm, she yes. sets the gnome's body on the edge of the, like, on the slope of the ditch and uh, starts going through it. Otteron helps carefully, respectfully even. You go through the body and seems to be dressed in civilian clothes, not an adventurer. Uh, but you do find a scroll tube and a small bottle of potion. That's it. Hey, what do you guys find? This. Otteron holds up a scroll and a vial of potion. Maybe they were traveling through or perhaps they are local. What's it? What's it say? What's what say? What's this? I mean, we don't automatically know that it's a magic scroll. Like it could just be like a letter or something. It's not. It's a tube. Atron will open up the scroll case. You open up the scroll case. Inside appears to be a scroll. All right. Atron will. Let's see. Is read aura the right spell? The way it works is for a scroll, you must successfully make a identify check. To know what it is, and it has to be, I believe, in your school as well. Hmm. Atron says, I could try to determine its magical nature, but if you really wish to identify it, we will need time. Oh, so, no, I didn't know it was magical. It is likely. We should just check on it once we get back to the circus. Well, maybe we should give it back to the family. I do not know of any gnomes that were missing, but we can check. I forgot that you were from here, Atron. Yeah, you make a good point. You, Abertonian, you. I am not from here. I know. That's why we should take them back to town and see if they had any family. Y yes, we will want to take them to the Church of Abadar for proper burial. Yes? 
Yes. Well, there's fresh graves available. Otteron nods. Mm, so the church first. Well, what's, what's closer? Probably, well, we probably still want to tell Well, let's the check on first. the farmhouse first. While you guys were looking at all the magical stuff, um, Alhara was goes to the other side of the log and continues to sort of search around the ravine. The um, Well, not ravine, but the ditch. Is there anything else over there? Nope. There's nothing else over there other than just looks like this is where the boars were living is in this ditch. Okay. Can we see the farmhouse from here? The farmhouse? Which farmhouse yeah. are you talking about? Is there not a house associated with this orchard? The orchard is rather large. So... I mean, like, somebody lives here and takes care of this orchard, right? No. Okay, well, never mind then. I- ignore everything about about the farmhouse in the last 30 minutes that I've said. <clears throat> well, you don't know that. Here, I'll show you where you are on the map. Ataran oh, okay. does collect some apples. You should collect some uh, to roast with the boar. Mm-hmm. It's already partially roasted. <laughs> That's great. Uh, That's where chat. you are. You're way in the south of town. So, yeah, there's a house here, but this orchard is a community resource. It's sort of taken and maintained by the community. Oh, no okay, so we don't, need, we don't need to check any houses. Actively, no one lives actively in the nearby house. It's just uh, a community born. Sorry, community orchard. Well, this gnome was probably just one of the villagers coming to tend the orchard or get some apples or something. Okay, well... So, Alhara um... looks around. There's nothing else here. The boars obviously have nothing on them. So, the only thing you find is this dead gnome that's been... uh, It looks like it was manhandled and killed by the boars, by the wounds on it, and looks like it was dragged and stuffed over here. Maybe it was... fell in. Maybe it was killed and just ended up here. You're not exactly sure how it ended up in that weird position. But uh, obviously, it also came too close, and you saw how much damage these boars did. And three against one, it was no challenge. We can go back to Father Nolan and see that this gnome is buried before we head back to the church, yes? Were were the boots gnome-sized? The bloody boots? boots? No, those were the sheriff's boots. Yeah, but do we know what race the sheriff was? Human. Okay, fair enough. All right, I guess we're going to the church, unless anyone has any objections. Nope. Nope. All right, lead on. So we go back to the church with the body and some boars. Father Drend, we have, unfortunately, another victim of this whole crisis for you. Uh, this one didn't make it out so so well. Do you, you know who this might have been? He comes over and he's he's just stunned. He's like, what is going on in this town? Sheriff is murdered. That's what we were wondering. People kidnap demons. This is this is all too much. There's something horrible afoot. I I don't even know anymore. This is too much. Oh, and he looks over to this gnome and he's like, Oh, I think this was one of the workers, one of the uh, the farmhands, the laborer. I believe he was new to the area. He probably yeah, I, I, he's not a member of our church. I'm not, I don't know his name, but uh, he's looking at his clothes and he can tell that this was someone who was, um, someone who was uh, a farmer. Well, um, we wanted to make sure he was buried um, properly. Thank you. We must return to the circus. 
Yes, yes, we'll we'll take care of it. We'll take care of them. Thank you for for this grim work you're doing. But if you find others, please do bring them here, and we'll uh, we'll take care of trying to find out what family mm, I would is working for. Not want to see one rise up as anything unsavory. Thank of course, you. Of course. Sure, sure. Are we going to drop the baby boar off at the Mad Mug first? Real quick. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. And uh, I expect to have some of this in the morning. You go to the Mad Mug with one of the baby boars? So you we go to the Mad Mug, and sure enough, the waitress is still there because it's the same day. Same it's, day. Only, it's literally just the afternoon now, and the, the ruffians are still there. They're just playing cards that kind of ignore you and sort of just don't even pay attention to you. That's fine. I'll uh, get the attention of, uh, you know, the uh, the owner. Yeah, who is the owner anyway? That's a heck of a name. Looks like... LaCroix-Doc? LaCroix-Doc-Effa. LaCroix-Doc. LaCroix-Doc. LaCroix-Doc-Effa. LaCroix-Doc. Who wrote that? LaCroix-Doc is the owner. I did. LaCroix-Doc. He the owns the, the mill. You have something the wrong with his from... name? It, it's it's a family no. name. <laughs> a Mr. Donation? Eff- Effia, Mr. Effia, I've got a baby boar to donate to the Mad Mug. Hopefully, you have. Some... We have. I, I'm holding it. Oh, okay. We took care of it. I sure have it in my hand. A rather large baby boar. Please serve it uh, as bacon. And whatever stew you might uh, mm. feel appropriate. He, he looks over the board. He goes, oh, I'm sure some of the parts are used for bacon, but, you know, it doesn't have a lot of fat on it. It's too lean. But you know what? This would make a really good brisket. Ah, yes. That is also acceptable. And it's already halfway cooked. I hope that's not a problem. <laughs> no, no. He looks at it. He sees it. He, like, cuts a piece to show you. Hap, and he's like, look, you see, you only seared the outside. You really got to put it in the oven for a long time if you want to cook it. And sure enough, you see, like, the outside was all burnt and, like, all the, the fur, but the inside wasn't cooked at all. Like, it's got a long way to oh, go. Oh, good. I'm glad. Okay. He says, no, no. He says, otherwise, you know, you'd be cooking these things alive, and no one wants that. It ruins the meat. Too much stress. Well, Understood. make sure Violet gets a little bit. Oh, Violet. Of course, of course. Come back tomorrow. I'll I'll have the brisket all done by then, because, you know, a good brisket takes all day to make. So uh, I'll have this all ready by tomorrow evening. Excellent. Okay. Maybe ham and eggs for breakfast. Oh, that sure, sounds lovely. Sure, sure, right. I should be able to get some bacon off of this, uh, and then the brisket will take the full day. Excellent. Uh, a gift from the, the, way, the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Oh, excellent. That's great. Thank you so much for that. And uh, the servers nods you and notice. Sure enough, he starts butchering it right away. Fantastic. Back to the circus. As they arrive, Ataran would, um, as they're approaching like the little stream there, say, "Um, do we have any bandage or anything? I know you had trouble before, Darius, but maybe now if we rest some... um, I am not as good with tending wounds as you or Alhara. Yes, we can do it again. Thank you. Um, I need to be careful. Alhara, if you want, I can tend your wounds too. I learned a little bit from Darius while I was trying to take care of Dad. 
Oh, I would certainly appreciate that. Sure, just hold still. Freaking not a good roll for me. <laughs> I'm going to give myself guidance. All right, well. Yeah, well. Nine and twelve. You guys really stink at healing. We can't yeah. roll for anything on healing. It was the trade-off for hitting with a third attack this game, which is the first time it's ever happened. Well, if, uh, Atron, if you wait until before we go to bed, I can give you the last of my magic for the day. I'm yes, just afraid to I'm... do it too soon in case the druids ambush us. No, that is wise of you, actually. I, I greatly admire that. that. That is fine. Thank you. Well, when we all get settled in, I want to go find the professor. Okay. Hey, Dad, I'm back from another adventure, apparently. The whole town thinks we're heroes. Well, you are heroes, in a way. I mean, you took care of that druid, and I hear you've been doing some crazy stuff in town. I can't actually believe these rumors. I heard something about demons and methods and other crazy I, I what's going on tell me because i'm worried for you what's going on is that I'd, i've had to kill things with my magic you always taught me to just use it for entertainment and to make people happy but now i'm causing pain with it and i don't know how i feel about that hmm. well you don't have to do that if you don't want you can stay here you can just run the circus with me i know you look up to Alhara and Darius and want to do what they do, but maybe they're tougher. Maybe they're built for this. Maybe you just want to be an entertainer. That's fine. You can do that and just run the circus with me. But if you're going to go off on adventures with them, well, I didn't show you that aspect of your powers, but most people use it for those purposes. They use it to defend themselves or in other cases, to hurt others. That is all I want, is to stay here and just be an entertainer. But I'm just so scared. We've all almost died so many times. If I wasn't there burning people, I don't think Darius and Alahara or even Atron would still be alive. Well, have you, have you actually burned... Any humans? Any humanoids? What have you been? What have you been fighting? What 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 have you been up to these last few days? Well, it's mostly been these weird flappy things that are made out of like rocks or made out of like water. And there was oh, and there was these there was these little baby boars that were attacking Darius and Alhara. I th the only person I had to burn was that druid who came and attacked us. Yes, well. We all were being attacked by that. And what else could you have done? Let it kill everyone? So that was purely self-defense. As for these methods, it sounds like, they're, uh, they're elemental scamps that sort of cause trouble. And if they attacked you, then you're fully in your rights to defend yourself and, if necessary, kill them. As they could easily get away as they all fly and have other magical abilities. And boars? Well, you know... I know you take care of the animals, but you still eat animals, and boars are extremely territorial. I myself have killed many a boar, both for recreation and sport, as well as for eating over the years. So, that's fine. So, it doesn't sound like you're going on and wantonly murdering people. It sounds like you're doing what needs to get done. 
you're defending yourself and killing magical creatures that are attacking you, defending against boars that are charging at you. That sounds okay to me. Thanks, Dad. Can I ask you something else? Sure. We've been spending a lot of time at this temple of Abadar, and it's made me... That priest is just so content. He just feels... He acts like he knows all the answers, and it makes me question, like, why don't I know anything about the powers that be? But he said that one of the gods was all about making people happy and about putting some beauty in the world. What do you, what do you know about Shalin? Ah, uh, Shalin. Thing about circus folk is that we're always moving around. So usually we don't have a lot of time for the gods, or if we do, we do it in our own way. We try not to be too showy. As in show business, the easiest way to turn someone off is to, to make them believe that you are something that you're not. People want to see you as what they think you are, a strong man, or a tattooed lady, or Siamese twins, things like that. They don't want to know that you worship a certain god or that you believe in certain things. So if you notice, no one here outwardly shows their beliefs. But Shalin, Shalin is a very popular goddess among circus folk. as She's all about art, beauty, love, music. I don't know a lot about her, but I'm sure if you ask around, some of the other members might be able to talk to you. I think the Flamboni sisters might worship Shailen. Oh, I'm not ready to talk to anybody else about this. I'm truthfully a little, be, a little bit embarrassed even me thinking about it. Do you think it'd be silly if, if I tried to pray in the morning? No, of course not. Most people do. In fact... I don't even know where your powers come from. I, I presume they came from the gods, but if they don't, then maybe it's in your bloodline. I'm not exactly sure myself, but most people who have abilities, it comes from a god or goddess, either directly or indirectly. So, of course, of course, everyone here prays in their own way. I know Alhara does her exercise, and that's her method of praying. Yeah, she looks so silly when she does it. <laughs> And Ataran goes off into the woods doing whatever they're doing, but I believe that's their time of praying. I think they just like to brood. That's a method of praying. So, yes, everyone here does their own thing. But again, I think everyone does it quietly in their own way so that not to disturb others or to have an outwardly appearance during their shows and their performances. I'm going to give them a big hug. And say, thanks, Dad. That really makes me feel a lot better. Sure, sure. And I'll tell you what, I'll I'll go talk to the sisters and find out a little bit more about Shailen myself. I'm curious as well, now that you brought it up. I don't worship any one god. When I was younger, I was brought up to worship Phrasma, but I kind of fell out of it over the years. And I know that she's there, and I believe in her, but... I don't actually actively worship her, so I'd be curious to learn more about Shailen as well. Maybe we can do it together. I'd really like that a lot. Sure, sure. All right, let's get to those boars you brought. Looks like we got a lot of butchering we need to do to turn those into steaks before it goes bad. That's right. We're going to eat well tonight and tomorrow night and the night after. At least. Yeah, boars are like a ton or something. They're enormous. 
They're yeah, huge. There's so much big. meat. Yeah, they're pretty we'll, big. That's what I was thinking. It'll feed this camp for a couple days, and it's good protein. Good for keeping keeping your strength up, right, brother? Oh yes, packed with vitamins and bore ferocity. <laughs> You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that you're not the first person to yell, Free Bird! at the Bard. Bard.